Governor Tony Evers has made his budget proposal, and it is just that, a proposal. Work needs to be done with the Republican legislature to uh, get something in play that will work for everyone. Devin Lemahieu is the Senate Majority Leader, and he is with us on the WTMJ Hotline. Thank you for being with us. Thanks for having me. It's great to be on your show this afternoon. A lot in this budget, and most of it will change to some extent. Where's the common ground, Mr. Majority Leader? What What is the common ground when you see what's been laid out there? Uh, there really isn't a lot of common ground. I think we both, uh, the governor and the legislature, both feel that we need to make investments in local government, uh, K-12 education, but just the massive size of all of these increases are uh, unsustainable and way out of line. We have a couple things we want to dive into with you, but I want to start with the one that everybody's been talking about all week because it got leaked out there before the address, and that was the money for the Brewers, $290 million. Let me start with how important is it to you that the Brewers stay in Wisconsin? I think it is important that the Brewers stay in Wisconsin. Um, it makes Wisconsin, it puts Wisconsin on the map in you know one of the four major sports. Um, and so it's important to keep them here. They're a driving economic impact, uh, especially in the summer in southeast Wisconsin. So it's important to keep them. Uh, but we just need to make sure uh, what that number is, how we do it, if there needs to be investment from the city and the county and you know all the details like that. You know, at first I thought we had Speaker Voss on the show a few days ago, and I was, to be honest with you, kind of irritated because several times he said, you know, oh, I wasn't put in the loop and I wasn't let known. And then the more I thought about it, it is important that discussions take place before things get leaked to the public, because then maybe Republicans and Democrats can work together to craft something and work on something instead of being blindsided. How important is that part of the equation? No, I, I agree with the speaker. It definitely is important that we be kept in the loop ahead of time. Um, unfortunately, it seems like the entire budget um, contained a lot of uh, policy issues, poison pills and things like that. Um, but we've the speaker and I have already met with the governor twice and uh, we have a meeting uh, coming up in a couple of weeks that we're working on scheduling. So um, hopefully as we go through the budget process, we can actually find agreement in some areas that gives me hope. Because when you just said there is no common ground, I feel like there are core services that, that there is common ground to start those discussions. Uh, what uh, can you start a discussion on education? What, what's one of the first topics that you can find some progress on? I think we all understand that there's been inflationary pressures um, that you know, local governments have faced that. K-12 education is facing, uh, but there, there needs to be, you know, realistic, sustainable investment, not over the top, you know, $2.6 billion, what the governor put in for K-12 education is, frankly, way over the top. Um, so hopefully, as we go through the process, um, we can hopefully come to some common ground with reasonable investments in local education, infrastructure, things like that. Senate Majority Leader Devin Lemahieu is with us on WTMJ. So paid family leave is one of the things that the governor brought up. And all of the candidates who are Republicans for governor showed support for the idea. Tim Michaels pledged to sign a bill creating a program. Polling from Pew Research Center shows most Americans support it. Are you in favor of this sort of program? You know, that's just one of the many ideas that he proposed in the budget. We'll have to look at the fiscal impacts of it. I believe it's $240 million, which is it's a big price tag right now. Um, a lot of employers actually provide it already. So how that plays into effect, um, you know, it's, 
essentially just another mandate on on businesses um, where the governor is already proposing, you know, eliminating part of the manufacturing and agricultural tax credit um, on businesses. So uh, we just need to be careful that we're not pricing businesses out of staying in Wisconsin and being uncompetitive with states around us. And uh, taxes are always a big issue. And one of the things in the governor's budget proposal is a 10% tax cut for people making less than $100,000, or if you're married or a joint filer making $150,000 or less. That sounds good. How is that bad, especially when there's a surplus? Well, it's a tax credit, um, so it's not a reduction for all all uh, income taxpayers, and it doesn't help businesses, the main street businesses that have pass-throughs that, you know, if I own a small company with, you know, 10 to 50 employees, I don't get that uh, as if I'm an LLC receiving income as that business owner. Um, so we need to provide tax relief for all Wisconsinites, not just a hand-picked few, and make sure it's meaningful. Um, his tax cut plan, I believe, works out to maybe a couple hundred bucks um, at the most for income taxpayers in that range. Families are struggling with inflation. We need we have an opportunity with a historic um, surplus going into this budget to provide meaningful tax relief. I guess how I feel about it is that's my money that you guys already have, and I would like everybody to get the tax break. I why are we saying that, you know, if you're if you make a hundred thousand dollars, you don't get the tax break? I mean, those people also t- pay taxes. Can you have that discussion with the governor or are you locked in one way and he's locked in that only the poorest of the poor should get the tax break? I, I just don't understand how everybody doesn't get relief. No, I agree with you um, 100%. That's why I introduced the flat tax plan here about a month ago um, to cut all tax rates in Wisconsin. States are neighboring states. Michigan has a flat tax. Illinois has a flat tax. Iowa is moving towards a flat tax. And we need to provide work. We're competing with the states around us. As a result of the pandemic, many people are now allowed to work remotely. They can be very mobile. And we can't have a punitive tax structure like we currently have. We have an opportunity to reform it and provide tax relief for all Wisconsinites. We talk about small businesses, and I feel like there's a big discussion about how legalizing recreational marijuana and medical marijuana can be an inroad for more small businesses. Is that going to be up for discussion? Is that is there is there a possibility for movement on that subject? I think for medical marijuana, we've had discussions in our own caucus. It's not an item we'll put in the budget. Uh, because that would leave it open to the line-item veto uh, power by the governor, um, so he could dramatically change whatever program we work out. Um, but you know, there's there, there will be a bill introduced. I'm guessing um, in in the near future, um, there are senators and representatives sort of working on the idea of trying to find a way um, that. It's it's well regulated, and um, there there is a potential there for recreational or for medical marijuana. Mr. Majority Leader, I guess one of the things that I don't quite understand, you can help me understand better, is there are things in this budget that aren't even tied directly to a financial implication or an allocation. They're like policy issues. Does that stuff belong in a budget proposal? It doesn't, but that's what the governor's done in his last two budgets, so we were fully expecting it. Uh, 
the first thing the finance committee will do um, when they start deliberating on the budget in a, in a month or so is strip out all the policy items that have no no economic impact. Um, yeah, it's it's frustrating once again that the governor put in all kinds of poison pills or his liberal wish list, whatever you want to call it. Um, I, I guess he does that to get his base excited about it, but it's definitely not helpful in the long run. I want to ask you about something that I think everybody in the state's talking about, and that is Aaron Rodgers is sitting in a dark room, or will be soon, doing whatever weird things he's doing in there with a, this little slot in the ground. Uh, Devin Lemahieu, Aaron Rodgers, back next year or not? Which would you prefer? Um, well, I don't. I think he's going to be playing somewhere next year. Um. <laughs> would you like him to be playing in Green Bay? If the Packers can get weapons enough around him that he can be effective, maybe a good tight end or another strong wide receiver, I would love to have another shot at a Super Bowl run with Aaron Rodgers. I think you just made a bipartisan proposal. I think we could all get behind that. Thank you so much for being with us. You're a busy guy, and we sure appreciate it. No, thanks for having me.